Oh, Fitness Pro Mentor community, it has been a little while. We've had some stuff going on. We are now back in 2023. Glenn has had a knee replacement. He's got a robo knee with hydraulics put in there and a little gas booster. He's going to be flying around with one leg. ACL, but that's okay. ACL surgery, knee replacement, same thing. Um, but we're excited because today, you know, Glenn and I have been doing some research on what has been working really well for our students in our own businesses, looking at the social media landscape. And there's some really interesting things we've been talking about with purity, keywords, uh, some neat stuff that Glenn's going to talk about later. That's actually his pick of the week that he told me about. So I'm jumping ahead, but more importantly, happy 2023. Glenn, how are you? I'm excited to be back. I know we took a bit of a hiatus. I think it was nice for everyone to have a regular Christmas, maybe, holiday season, whatever you celebrate. It's been weird the past couple of years, but it's nice to get to see family and friends again. I don't have to worry too much about that. So happy camp. We're over here. What about you? How was your holiday season, Brad? It was insane. As many of you know, I've got two kids and they are beautiful, but one is three and a half, one's 18 months, one is walking a lot, and one thinks all the presents is his. Mm. So it was like chasing a chimpanzee and a puppy around all of my neighbor's houses, neighbor's houses, my family's houses, but it was really, really great. Honestly, it really brought the magic of Christmas and the holidays back, which I feel like wasn't there until I had kids. It kind of made it feel fun again. You know? oh, that's great. I think that's one of the beautiful things from what I said about having kids is all the stuff that you really enjoyed about your childhood, you get to share with them and like see them enjoy it too. And I imagine it makes it quite special. I don't know about it personally, but I can imagine. We did, uh, we did Elf on the Shelf, which was a, a lot of fun, like setting him up. But my son's upset with cor- obsessed with Corvettes. And we said, what do you want to name your elf that's going to visit? He goes, Corvy. For Corvette. I'm like, okay. So Corvy the Elf was in the house all. Anyway, everyone, uh, Glenn, I, we're going to jump in. What do you think? Right, let's go to it. Let's do it. So I want to start off with this kind of idea uh, with social media. I mean, things have changed a lot since 2020. And in reality, if you are watching on the social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, everyone is doing the same thing now. And in fact, truthfully, we have taught some of these strategies because there are some specific visual and shapes in the new, you know, real like TikTok TikTok, Instagram shape that really works. And there are things that don't work. And this brings up a story for me. As many of you know, um, I'm a passionate drummer and I have a whole social media page and thing for my drum stuff. That's just my own like nerdy, gratuitous drum solo playing. And I'm doing some drum fitness stuff there, which is really fun. I'm really excited about. There's some cool stuff coming up with that. But one of the things is that there is one particular person, this one particular social media entity. And I got to tell you, every time I see him post, I hate it. You know, he's the cheesy guy. He's doing over the, he's like making goofy faces for every single shot. And I remember seeing him in 2018 when I started my drum page. I remember seeing this guy and I was like, why is he making such a goofy face? I don't like it. And it would move on. Well, turns out this guy that had a thousand followers at that time today has over 150,000 followers and has curated quite an online business with a membership website, all based off of the visuals that he created off of his goofy face and very beginner simple playing. Here's what's very interesting about that is if I show you this drummer, which if anyone wants to see it, I'll send it to you. Every post looks exactly the same. Same blonde haired, goofy looking guy making his crazy face, playing drums, and every reel looks exactly the same. But that consistency sets a precedence. Every image has a happy guy with drums with some text on it that acts as keywords. His simplicity and imaging and message that he shows with his fun face is a very welcoming environment for beginner musicians. And after seeing that and seeing his insane growth 
by really not sharing any very advanced ideas at all, but in a fun way that new young musicians would see and go, oh, this guy's a cool drummer. Because drummers, what drummers, everyone knows drummers make crazy faces, right? He's a crazy face making drummer. And so here's the thing that we're going to talk about this today, because truthfully in social media land, if you want to be seen by people that are not your current audience, you need to be consistent. And there's some interesting things about that, which I know Glenn did a whole YouTube page that you may not know about. And he did an incredible job of scaling and growing it in a short period of time. So what you got for us? Go. (laughs) (laughs) So there's so many different places we go with this. Do you want to, should we talk about the consistency piece first and why it's so important? Or should we talk about how the algorithm works? We could go either way. Let's go algorithm first. Okay. Algorithm. Because then consistency will double back. So the, I started this YouTube page and openly and honestly, it was more of like a fun endeavor. I want to try to see if I can earn some extra income. I want to learn a little bit more about how YouTube works. I think it's a a wonderful platform. And and quite frankly, the way the world is going right now is with all the different AI tools that are out there, all the different other tech companies that are, are, are emerging, it's becoming easier and easier for independent solo entrepreneurs to create multi million dollar businesses. And that's not a lie. There are people that do that because all the tools are available. It's no longer for these big companies. It's for everyone. Now, when we talk about uh, my journey through YouTube here, what I was really trying to learn and figure out is what makes things clickable, what makes things watchable. Because at the end of the day, this is really what algorithms look for, whether it's social media, whether it's YouTube, whether it's search engine optimization, is it wants to know that wherever people are being directed to, that is going to hold their attention for a long time. Because if it's holding their attention for a long time, that means it's doing its job. It means it's the right thing to be showing people. If people are clicking onto something after a query and they're very quickly clicking off of that and they're backtracking out of that page or they're not spending a lot of time there, YouTube search, Google search, social media search, it all knows that this is not the thing it should be showing to people. So it gets downregulated. So all the time, really what algorithms are trying to do is help people find what they're looking for and if they're a social media platform, they're trying to keep people on there. Because if people are spending a long time on a social media platform, it means the social media platform can show more ads. And if it show, can show more ads, it means it's gonna earn more revenue. That's really what social media is all about. And so algorithmically, it would make sense for social media platforms, SEO, all that kind of stuff, to be able to collect as much information and data as possible to make sure that it's showing the right material to the right things. So this is really, the depth of social media, and this is really the depth of the YouTube algorithm and what I learned from my time on it, which is that every social media platform, whenever you post something, this is the depth of what things are being looked at. The algorithm will look at every single frame of your video or of your clip, and it'll analyze every little piece that's in there. So right now, we are in our YouTube, uh, not our YouTube, our podcasting studio. And when when this goes live on YouTube, or goes live on Spotify, when it goes live on YouTube, it's gonna pick up different things. Every frame, it's gonna know that there's a male, it's gonna know that there's strat involved, it's going to see that spine in the background, it's gonna see that whiteboard, it's gonna see that logo, it's gonna see that hockey stick, it's gonna see all these different things. And based on all that stuff, it's gonna start creating different categories for each of those different pieces. Now, in addition to that, every single word that I'm speaking that Brandon speaks is going to be categorized. And the algorithm is going to analyze what it is that we're talking about over the duration of this podcast. Now, in conjunction with that, all the text that we would put into our YouTube description, the hashtag keywords that we would use, it's going to analyze all that information. So think about that. 
if we're uploading something that's 30 frames per second, that means there's going to be for a 60 second, uh, for example, a 60 second video, whatever 30 times 60 is, what is that? 1800? Sounds about right. 1800, yeah, 1800 right. different little um, um, categories analyzing everything that's in every single different shot. And based on all this different information, YouTube is trying to figure out what this video is about and who it's for so it can showcase this information to people. And if I do a YouTube podcast right with Brandon and we're hitting on the same things consistently and the stuff in the background looks like it's for a podcast about health and fitness and what we're saying in our, and, and is meeting with the words that are in the description, it's going to be able to be able to show that to the right people. And if they like and they keep watching and it's content that people like, it's going to show it to more and more different individuals. The reason I'm saying that is because I really want you, the people that are at home watching this, to really get the depth of the algorithm. No longer is it just about your keywords and a single image that's in a YouTube, that might be a, uh, your thumbnail art. It is literally every single second is everything they're talking about congruent. Because if one day Brandon and I do a podcast on cars, and then one day we do a podcast on parenting, and one day we do a podcast on the TV show Jack Ryan, three very different things. Now, if we do these podcasts in all these different places, the algorithm's gonna have no idea what we're about. It's gonna have no idea who to show this to. There's gonna be no consistency in what we're creating, and we're not gonna see any kind of growth. But because Brandon and I always talk about health and fitness-related concepts around market, help you grow your business. We use a lot of the same, a lot of the same tags, a lot of the same keywords when we speak, everything's congruent. More and more people are getting exposed to our content on YouTube and on Spotify, and our numbers keep going up consistently because the algorithm knows who to put this in front of and who to show this to. I'm going to take a step back and digress here and see if Brendan has anything he wants to add on to this. But the real thing I want to put out to you is the algorithm is really, really deep now on every social media platform. And if you're not being consistent excuse me, with your messaging, with the background that you have, with the keywords that you use, and your ideal target audience who your content is for, you're not going to be seen by anyone. And you're going to wonder why you're not growing. Well, you can tell Glenn spent a lot of time on this, and I want to kind of double back on that point, but I want to show you guys something really quickly. I don't know what this is going to do visually, but if you are hanging around uh, in the live, there you go. Uh, you can't see Glenn and I right now, but I just am screen sharing, and you guys can see uh, this is a picture of my Instagram, and this is the drummer I was talking about. And you guys can see uh, 115,000 followers and all of his mess images, except for like one or two, is him smiling, looking at the camera. And so more important, trying to exemplify the consistency thing that Glenn was just talking about, that everything is happy drummer guy in the same room, in the same space, and every frame is consistent. And even the keywords he puts over top of it, quick drum fill, practical drum fill, nasty drum shot, fun fill, look easy, listen to learn, you know, all these very simple words. And so this is what's really interesting. I'll give you another example. And I want to come back to Glenn's YouTube stuff because he's like invested a lot of time into this and has a lot of knowledge on it. But I stumbled into the YouTube stuff with my drum stuff and it was purely by accident. And I just happened to hit a niche and it helped to grow my stuff with terrible content, relatively speaking, which is great um, and really, really cool. The thing about it that worked really well is that I had drums in the background and there were always drums around when I was doing it. I actually did a video where I was purely in the gym talking about stuff for drummers. But what was so interesting about it for me is that using the same language, the same camera, the same microphone, the same messaging in a different landscape, that video arguably got some of the worst viewership I ever had because there was nothing that lined up with the drum ergonomic keywords I was using 
and where I was in an actual gym. And so this is what's really important. And it kind of doubles back on the Glenn's point is that there needs to be consistency with every single frame and every single inch of everything that you do right now. The podcasting is actually like a keyword niche and fitness podcasting is its own thing, uh, more popular than drum podcasting. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's where truthfully, actually, in the example you were talking about where you said, you know, the Jack Ryan episode one day, fitness one day, that almost works in some cases because it's a podcast mm. and podcasting has a universal, its own niche. But the more niche and more specific you can be, the more consistent you are going to be seen. So coming back to that Stu Fagan guy that I just showed him, that was the name of the drummer, you can see the whole thing looks exactly the same. And it's evident that if you are a car driving past the social media screen as fast as you can, you'll go stop and you'll see it's the same thing. And that's what's really important. And almost, yeah, anyway. So yeah. Can you pull up our Instagram real quick? Yeah. Is that okay? So I just want to highlight, so because we've been noticing all this different stuff. The Strata one? Yeah, the Strata one. We have been consistently trying to have very, very similar uh, looking content over and over again. And what you'll notice even with our stuff here, oh, that's not the one. Don't worry, trust okay, me. Okay, he's getting to it. Oh, let's wait till that pops up there. Now, I'm sorry if, uh, if you're uh, listening along at home or watching along at home, you can look up Strata Intro Performance on Instagram, all one word. And what you actually notice with ours here is that there's some consistency here that we have out here, which is our color scheme is all very similar. Most everything is pictures and images of our gym. And so the algorithm actually knows that this is Strata. This is our location because it picks up. You stay right here for a second. You can even see that there's a guy doing a front squat right in the, on the right hand side. And then that same barbell cage is in the background, in the middle, in the top. The, out, the, the way this looks, the feel, the color, even the fonts that we use, for the most part, all very similar. It's not a, a mistake or um, a, a slip up that we have the same consistent copy and the same consistent font that we choose when we make our Instagram reels all the time. Sure, there's a little bit of variation here for when we're promoting events, but we use the same font for that same beautiful consistency. And this works for us. Now, we don't have hundreds and thousands of different kinds of followers here, but that's because we're gonna talk about this shortly. The way we think about our Instagram and what we use it for might actually be different in the way someone who runs an online business might use it for. Well, I think this is important to talk about. Like, I want to quickly show, you guys can probably see that uh, I have, you know, quote, quote unquote, as the business owner, I post pictures of my family once in a while. And not to exemplify my kids, but I want to showcase, that this is Maxwell, my son. We're in the gym, in the gym space. And I've tagged the gym. And it's got the gym name, right? This is very clear that this is in strata. This still lines up with all the keyword stuff. Now that post specifically, and we'll talk about personal posts, this will almost never bring new business. But what it does is two things. One, current business who follow the page and our fans go, oh, family's in there. That's great. And that helps our older women demographic. We've got a lot of grandmothers that come in here. Two, for people who are passing by and are not current new, they're not current business, this also shows like a friendly family feel that we're pretty comfortable in here. Great. Now what about another post? What about, look, we got Glenn's educational post, right? This is clearly, even though this is a marketing piece, right? How to exercise for a strong pain-free neck as Glenn personal training one of his clients in the gym. Same color, same vibe. It is a marketing piece that has a different purpose, but it looks a little different and is still cohesive, right? Even here, Chris and I, we're, wearing, we're doing something for a local event, right? But we're still in the gym. Another, Glenn's got a bunch of great ones. You won't be able to hear these, but you can see another one 
Glenn's client doing an exercise. He's doing an explainer. And here's what's really important about this, right? We have the yellow background. We have the Strata logo on Glenn's shirt. We have the dictation that's going with Glenn. We've got the client happening. The dictation is saying words like dumbbells and fitness, which is lining up with the keywords below, below in the reel, teaching your shoulder new things, feeling good. And all of this lines up to one cohesive, this is a place where fitness happens. And so this is great because truth is every little video that we have of different people doing different things is in the same space. But you know who we're not going to attract? Bodybuilders, muscle heads, right? Glenn knew right away where I was going with this because we're not trying to attract them. This isn't for them. So it's kind of fun because this nice consistency is working really, really well across the whole thing. Now, if, if we were to scroll all the way down to our early, 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 early days, you would see a whole bunch of inconsistency. It would take us, it'd probably take a while to get down there because at this point, I mean, you can see- We've been crushing we've been, it for a long time. Yeah, we've been, we've been <laughs> trying to get things uh, going for a long time. But if you go down lo low enough, you'll see Brennan's really real earlier stuff. Uh, maybe it doesn't even make sense to go down because it'd take a while to get it's down It's gonna take there. too long to get there. Yeah, uh, it was gonna take too long to get there for sure. Yeah, let's not even worry about that because we're gonna go for a while. Um, you would see how inconsistent it would be. And I'm willing to bet that for a lot of people where their social media is not working for them, that would be uh, an issue. Now, uh, one thing I want to touch upon now, and this is as good of time as any, is to talk a little bit about maybe the goal of your social Here, media. Pause that. All I'll say this quickly, and this is okay. leaning with what we just showed you with the Strata page. Our page has grown in 10% viewership since the last half of last year from changing those strategies. So I want to just kind of point out that the new strategies that we've been using, the consistency, 10% growth. So, right. Because we're it lines with right, where you're going. Right, right. So... There's gonna be an important uh, thing to distinguish here, is there are some people who their businesses are strictly online and maybe they're selling other products like programming where it's not uh, necessarily about having someone come in to see them one-to-one -one multiple times a week, but it's about selling a higher volume of services or maybe it's about selling their one-to-one -one online coaching services. Now, for us, our goal through our Instagram isn't necessarily to have a huge viewership. In fact, I, I'll speak for myself here when I talk about my personal Instagram and maybe Brandon can uh, mirror echo if it's the same for our Strata one. My goal for, for my personal Instagram and the stuff they do for Strata isn't necessarily to try to increase our viewership. The way we look at it for Strata is it's more about showcasing almost like a resume to people who are considering our services. I see Brandon like slowly nodding along to the left, so I know I'm on the right track here. <laughs> we are using this so that when people are considering our services or have heard about us uh, as a referral from a friend and are kind of on the fence, when they go to our page, they're seeing a couple different things. They're seeing that people like them are exercising in a place that they feel comfortable in, getting the results that they want. Like Brandon said, because our ideal target audience are gonna be these 60 to 65 year old people skewed more towards women, we show more women exercising, doing unique exercise and a little bit more family oriented stuff to show them that this is the kind of place that they'd love to work out in. Because what are they used to? For the most part, honestly, boot camps where it could be no pain, no gain, or going to big box gyms where there's a whole bunch of variety of people working out, getting really, really sweaty, they tend to not feel too confident in those kind of places. They, they see our Instagram, which is very representative of the population that we have come to our gym. They see people like them exercising. So for us, the short of the long is that we are trying to use our Instagram more as a resume, as social proof to get them to take the next step, which is constantly saying, hey, I'd love to come in for a consultation. I saw 
people like me exercising on your page. I heard you really great from a friend of mine. What's the next steps? If you're online, you go from your local community, which is what we're trying to promote to, to all of a sudden having potentially six or seven billion people that you could work with. Even though you have an ideal target audience, as long as there's an internet connection, they might potentially be able to work with you. And so does it make sense to have your social media be exactly like ours? Probably not. In fact, you have to focus a heck of a lot more on your online presence, probably doing that five, six, seven, eight times more than we are, and really trying to get nitty gritty with it in order to grow your audience. Because those people that start following you consistency, consistently, consistently and are your audience online, you have to warm them up enough to the point where they see that you're the right person for them. And then when you reach out to them or you have a conversion event or they reach out to you, they're ready to go. And so there has to be this understanding of delineation about how someone would use their social media and their Instagram if they're doing one-to-one -one in person services versus if their goal is to grow an online business where they've done it strictly through the internet. So this is where, 100% with you, Glenn, and I have a few things I want to talk about. This is where I, I scrolled back while Glenn was talking uh, several years. This looks like, I think this is year two, maybe. Maybe even year one. Click on uh, the post, let's see. Well, so this, I mean, if you just look at this here, you can see, like, first of all, it's a pretty muddy looking grid, right? There's no consistency here. And there are some nice photos of clients. Like, we do have a client photo here. We've got some people working out here, another client. And then there's our st last staff party that we did. I mean, this is like a while ago, 2019. Uh, so that was fun. And then client cool, client cool, big happy New Year's. And I want to kind of point out, this is fine. But this is a really unattractive looking poster, right? Like it's very plain. You can kind of get away with it. But the problem is, is uh, we did a bunch of these. <laughs> and this is where this one um, I really don't like. And I'm actually going to probably delete it after looking at this. But like, there's nothing about this that is Strata, right? It's, it's orange. It says new class starting at Strata. The only thing on there that's Strata centric is the name and the phone number. Right. Oh, here's another one. Right. Exercising us again. Me talking in the gym in the gym. Right. And then we got a few things that are starting to kind of get back in the fitness centric thing. But those interruptions of posts that don't look very cohesive at all are bigger. Right. Another one. This is the CPR one. And this is fine. Right. This is kind of an announcement for people in here. But you can see that as far as Instagram would know, this is a fitness centric thing, and this kind of breaks things up. But just so even on the computer screen, go back to that. Look at how muddied and, and, and congested this post is. There's so many things going on in this post and no one can read all those little details. Yeah. The second you overload people with that much, wor that much wording on your post, that much copy, they're gone. It's too much. The so, brain automatically says, I don't want to look at this anymore. Purely from an Instagram perspective, if all the information needs to be there, because this was a CPR class that Market was doing here, and I could see why the information would need to be here. One thing that would be very easy to do is you see all the photos on the side? Instead of having four smaller photos, you can either do one larger photo or two larger photos of people in the gym. I would almost even stage it. Like personally, if Glenn was gonna, someone was going to do CPR in here now, I would have someone hold a CPR doll and take a picture of them in the gym because then you would get the CPR aspect and then you'd be able to connect it to the facility and have cohesiveness uh, amongst the grid. Anyway, so here's a couple like quick Coles notes. Let me get rid of this here. A um, couple Coles notes for you guys and then I'll let kind of Glenn do his thing a little bit more. We have couple things. One, the posts themselves need to be consistent. So you got to pick like a specific color scheme, a specific place and do them all in the same place. If you're trying to promote personal training services, you promoting it in front of a microphone like I am right now and Glenn has done, 
is not going to be the way to get exposure for your gym, right? It could be very professional and good for your current business, but it's not going to attract new people because nothing about this scene here says personal training. It says professional podcast, maybe personal trainer, but unlikely. So you need consistency and it needs to line up with your messaging, right? Everything needs to be cohesive. Once you choose that medium, everything needs to be the same almost going forward variations, but the same thing, right? How many different ways can you make a chocolate cake, right? If you go to a cake store, they have tons of different cakes, chocolate cake, different types of chocolate cake, vanilla cake, banana crumble. I don't know, but tons of cakes. They don't have steak in there, right? Banana crumble. Is that a real one? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, it sounds <laughs> like it is. Any, we made it up now. See, yeah. look, and this is the idea is that it's all kind of the same. So you walk in, you know, it's a cake shop. You go to a cake shop and you have all these salami cold cuts sitting out there. Like, well, this isn't a very good cake shop. And that's exactly what the AI of Instagram, Google, and Facebook recognize is inconsistency amongst your medium. So you have to do a couple things. One, post that hit all the markers. How many different times can you say fitness, personal training, helping people with pain or whatever your medium is? How can you make sure every post says the same thing? And then how do you make sure that your entire grid when you walk into the storefront screams, this is a cake shop. This is a personal training studio. Because if you don't have that, if some, your grandma and your grandpa can't look at it and go, I know what you do here. No one's going to know what you do. And that comes all the way back to what Glenn was saying with the YouTube algorithm stuff, which I think is a great place to kind of go to. I mean, in all algorithms are like this at this point, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, they all have this amazing depth to their algorithms to help keep people on their platform. And they, it makes sense because they're all trying to compete with each other at this point for attention. And so if we take a step back even further, we look at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever social media platform that you're on, if people are gonna be searching for you on Google or they're looking for someone to help them lose body fat in Newmarket or for us, like move and exercise pain-free in Newmarket, Newmarket personal training to help them solve movement, pain, mobility problems. The algorithm for Google will look at collectively all your different outlets that are associated with your name and it'll see, is this consistent or is it not? If on Facebook you help people lose body fat, and then on TikTok, you help people get stronger and build muscle. And then on Instagram, you help uh, the elderly people move and exercise pain-free. Google doesn't really know what you do. So why would it show it to anyone? Because in the way, the way it's set up and the way it thinks, quote unquote, is I don't really know what, who this person's for, so I don't really know who to show it to. So let's bump that down on the list. However, if you're using some of the same clips and you're using consistency in your wording and using consistency in your photos in your YouTube, and it's all very consistent across the board, the Google algorithm, when people are searching for you, knows who you're for. And there's a much better chance you're gonna get bumped up sooner up in that list, because let's be honest, if you're not on the first page, you might as well be on the last one. People aren't clicking through that much. And there's other things that are gonna help your Google uh, SEO, a big one is going to be the amount of reviews that you have. And within those reviews, are those people talking about very similar things that you say you're helping them with? Not the most important thing, but it definitely helps. If you and a competitor have virtually the same content and you've got 100 reviews and they have 15, you better believe that you're going to be bumped up first. And yes, does it pay to put a little bit of money into Google because they like to see that too? Sure, but not all of us have the money to spend on that. And B, if you can't already get your page at least to the first uh, to your website to the first page without paying for it, then you're already not doing enough consistency with your marketing and your messaging to begin with. And that's what you should be focusing on before you really put any money into your business anyways. 
But the big picture here is that we are trying to get, when people search for us, to be the number one hit. And what that really comes down to is consistency in your platforms across the board. And if you're taking consistency in platforms across the board, it means that you better have consistency messaging with each and every one of your posts and videos in every single one of your individual platforms because that is how the algorithm knows exactly who to show you to. Which is why you need to start today coming up with a really simple strategy to help you optimize all that content. Thinking about different easy templates that you can use, color schemes that you want to use, fonts that you want to use, messaging that you want to use, topics that you talk about, keywords that you want to use, and make your messaging about those things. If you can know what those things are and just try to incorporate that into each individual post, everything else will take care of itself. You're not allowed to be second place. I want you guys to push yourself to be number one. Honestly, challenge yourself. Do everything you can to stand out. You know, if you get B plus going consistently, and then how do you make it as clean and A plus and, and powerful as possible? So I think that's a great place to put a pin in it. I mean, yeah. the Glenn kind of alluded on a lot of things that we've done previous episodes on around Google reviews and social proof and all that stuff. But you got to be staying. It needs to all be saying the same thing. It needs to be clear that when someone walks into your space, what it is that you do and who do you see. The number of times people come in this gym, you're like, you know what? It's great that you work with older women here. This yeah. is great. I've had a lot of people say that, um, and people know that, and it works really well from both demographic, psychographic, and then consistency perspective. So. Yeah, I would say, if you're the only joint in town that does what you do, you will be busy. And the fact that we're pretty much the only joint in town that does what we do, we're busy. Well, no one else can. And and that's then, what makes it great. Well, and, and that's other, part of it. Well, there are, and there are other people that may do similar things or tell, or, or tell people they do similar things that we do, but their marketing, their messaging is so diluted because they're also mixing hypertrophy in there and fat loss and all that kind of stuff with way different age groups. People don't know what they're about. Well, and, and they have a hard time keeping their business because of it. Yeah, and this is the thing is that at this point, strata and my consistency at all has been so strong that if someone opened the exact same business next door, we would still, it would take them almost a decade to catch up to us because the reputation we have among so many people, it would just be like their second best, even if they weren't, right? Even if they were technically better, they'd have to work so much harder to establish themselves over top of us, which is great. And that's why you need to be doing the same thing. Absolutely. So Brandon. in case you haven't been around for a little while, we do this thing called the pick of the week. And the reason why I'm going to, I'm kind of bringing that up is because in these episodes, I like the idea of adding a bit of personal flair and some things that might benefit you that we're up to. So, um, I'm going to tell my pick of the week first because I tell I just jumped over top of you. What do you say? I'm going to absolutely go for it. We had one viewer stick around to the pick of the week. A lot of times in the past, these pick of the weeks have been quite have been personal. So maybe not as interested for the person trying to grow their business. I promise you today, stick around if you're still listening for the pick of the week because I think the one, at least I'm going to share is I think it's going to be gangbusters. And it's, it yeah. really is the future of of marketing, I think. Well, tell you what, mine is slightly personal, but I'm going to make it as quick as possible because Glenn's is very good. Honestly, um, since the business has started getting closed down, I really didn't give myself permission to enjoy anything personally. I was very much focused on just my family and focusing just on Strata and FPM, and I did not give myself permission to do anything else. I have been exploring my arts more, more and more, and just doing like what I'm loving within business more. And I got to tell you how much I'm loving it. So I just want to encourage you guys, you got to do the things to grow, but find the things about the stuff that's growing that you love and dive in and you will have a lot more fun and feel really good. Glenn, what's your pick of the week, man? Okay. So if you're, if you spend any time on the internet at all, you may have noticed this thing start coming up. People talking about a little bit more. It's called chat GPT. Um, It's run off of something called OpenAI, I believe. 
And it's a pretty amazing tool. Uh, right now, it, it is open to the public to use at least a certain version of it. And what it is, is it's an AI that's so sophisticated that you can ask it questions and prompts, and it will create and generate responses and content for you. Now, the reason why this is so huge and so big is because you can ask it some really complex questions that up until now, AIs couldn't really handle, or at least it wasn't open to the public. And so uh, what I'd encourage everyone to do after this is go open up ChatGPT. If you find openai.com, that's the one, and sign up and play around with it. You can ask it all sorts of questions. You can ask it things like, write me a 500-word essay on the movie The Princess Bride, and it'll write you a 500-word essay on that. You can ask it to critique the themes in a 500-word essay, and it will do that. Now, the amazing thing is, is if you are just starting your marketing journey, or even if you are, have some experience, you can use this tool. Yeah, pop it right now. I'll open, open, up, open up if you can. It might take a little bit of time to sign up. That's it right there, openai.com. You can use this to start discovering things in marketing about business that you might not have access to before. So to give you an example, you can search up things like for a business that offers personal training and exercise to help people move and exercise pain-free, what are the top 10 keywords and hashtags to include in my Instagram? And it will generate a list of the top 10 things you can ask it for. If you want to create printable um, uh, gym shirts and sell them, you can ask things like, please give me 10 ideas for printable gym t-shirts for women that like to squat. And it'll give you ideas. And I played around with this. It comes up with things, squat squad, squat girls, strong girls squat. It comes with all sorts of interesting things. It says it's at capacity right now, so it can't oh, take new people. Right, well then I guess I got lucky because I got in there early. Um, but all these different things are available. So if you're the kind of person that's struggling with marketing, instead of necessarily to come up with all your own ideas, you can now leverage this algorithm to come up with more information. Now, the caveat I'm gonna share with you is it's still an algorithm, and the person that knows your business better than anyone else is you. So take everything it says with a grain of salt and still apply critical thinking to it. This isn't a cop-out where you don't have to learn anything about marketing anymore, about keywords. However, it can start moving you in the right direction to help you improve your marketing and your business and give you some ideas about what you could talk about and maybe how to deliver and how to market your business. So I encourage everyone to go at least check out openai.com and sign up for it and play around with the prompts because this will be the future of marketing as a tool that will be a staple in everyone's businesses. You heard it here first. I can guarantee it. Everyone, thanks so much for checking out this episode. This was a lot of fun. We are really happy to be back. The Minds on Muscle Show, Glenn and Brandon. Presented by Fitness Pro Mentors Network. <laughs> Why not? Um, and everyone, thanks so much. And listen, if you're interested, we just are starting a brand new round of the mentorship on Wednesday. Uh, very excited, but we've made some changes on it. We're working on a longer form. that makes it less expensive for you. And I think it's going to be the really the great way to go. Because truthfully, people that we do consult them with longer do incredible. And we're really excited to try and modify our offer to make it affordable to help for that exact same thing. But Glenn, great seeing you. Good seeing you too, buddy. Everybody, have a wonderful Tuesday. And we'll see everybody in the rest of 2023. We look forward to it, everyone. If you found this helpful, like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Share with a friend. We Tell all your friends. Friend. All your friends. Happy 2023, everybody.